Alrighty, we're at the finish line. Perak Yid Aleph, Mishnah Yid Aleph, Mishnah Yid Beis. Today we'll complete Masech and Adarim. And of course we have the final count. So it took us a total of 46 days to complete Masech and Adarim, beginning back on April 5th and completing it today on June 2nd. And we completed 11 Perakim and 90 Mishnayos. An overall average of 10 minutes a day. Sometimes we do go over, but sometimes we go under. So let's call an average of 10 minutes a day times 90 Mishnayos divided by 2 Mishnayos a day is a total of 7 hours and 40 minutes. That's all it took, 7 hours and 40 minutes to complete this Masechta. Mazatav to all of our listeners. And God willing, tomorrow we'll start with the next Masechta, Masechta Nazir. So let's go ahead and start the um, Mishnayot. So Mishnah says like this, If a woman says, she makes another that she's not going to have any benefit nor from her father, nor from her father-in-law, her husband's father, if she does something specific for her husband. He gives him a specific food, he does some kind of particular action for her husband. If she does this, she'll no longer be able to have any benefit from her father or from her father-in-law. That's the nether that she makes. Or flip it around the other way around. She says, I'm not going to benefit from you, my husband. I make a nether that I'm not going to benefit from you. If I do something specific, I give some kind of apple to my father, whatever it is. If I do a specific act for my father or for your father, I want to benefit from you. In both scenarios, I raise a yafir, the husband could annul these nedarim. Because we consider it, there are matters that are between him and her. And therefore, he has the power to annul it. It's a g'nai, it's, it's a scornful thing for the husband. From the fact that his wife does some kind of specific act, that she should be forbidden to have any pleasure from her father or from his father. In the other case, it's a g'nai, it's, it's a scornful to him. That she is not going to be able to do a specific act for her father or her father-in-law, because if she does, then she'll be forbidden to have benefit from her husband. In both scenarios, the husband's involved, it's scornful for the husband, so therefore he's able to annul it. Even if the nether didn't even take effect yet, he'd go ahead and annul it. So he's got full power to annul the nether in this scenario, because of course it's devarim, should be no living out. It's matters that are between him and her. Mishnah Yud Beis, and let's wrap this up. Bari Shona, originally, Hayu Omrim, the Chachamim would say, Shalosh Nashim. There were three women, three examples. The Yotos Venotlos Ksuba, they leave the marriage and they can collect their Ksuba. Shabal Chayev, the husband is obligated to get rid of them, divorce them, and give them her, her money for her Ksuba. And this is originally, we'll see what happened later on. So originally, what would they do? There were three types of women. Ha'omeres, the first case is Ha'omeres, Tamea Nilach. If she says, I am Tame, I am defiled to you, what does that mean? The Gemara explains. They were talking about it was the wife of a Kohen, a woman that married a Kohen. She tells her husband, Ne'anasti, unfortunately I was ma'anis, I was raped. I was, someone, you know, raped me against my will. And the halacha is that if a woman is married to a Kohen and unfortunately is ma'anis, she's forbidden to keep, to stay in that relationship. Even though it was against her will, she didn't do it willingly. Nevertheless, she's forbidden to stay married to the Kohen because of the kedusha of a Kohen. She'ilu eshes Yisrael, had she been the woman of a Yisrael, Right? That was Ma'anes. So she's still permitted to her husband. We don't force her to get divorced. 
And of course, if she lived with somebody, she cheated on her husband, Barazun, willingly, then by Yisrael, she doesn't get a ksuba. She just leaves and she's out of there and he doesn't have to pay her a dime. So we're talking about a coin where she was honest against her will, that unfortunately the coin is forced to divorce, divorce her. The husband has to give her a get. This coin has to give her a get. The ksuba, he also has to give her the ksuba and all the money in the ksuba. Because she can tie she can claim and say, your field was flooded with water. What does that mean? Meaning, it's all your fault. It's not your fault that I was ma'anes, but it's your fault now that I have to leave this marriage. It's your kedusha, it's your holiness that you're a coin, which is forcing me to leave now. Therefore, why should I have to lose my ksuba? So it's a very sad scenario. She has to get divorced, and he has to pay for the ksuba. He's got no choice. Second case, if a woman says, Shemaim beni levenach, heaven is between me and you. What does that mean? She comes with a claim to her husband and says, Ein lo koach gever, you don't have the strength of a man. Ve'ein imesugulaholeb, meaning you can't, you know, you can't make me become pregnant. And therefore, I don't want to be with you anymore. V'zeo shihumar, she says, Shemaim, the heavens are between me and you. Meaning, Hayoshi v'shemayim, the one that sits in, in, in the heavens, God, he knows what's between me and you, and he knows that you can't help me have children, right? Others explain, like the distance of heaven to earth. The distance between me and you with regards to ishus, with regards to marriage, meaning with regards to, you know, having children. And it's unfortunate, but she says, I want to leave. I don't want to be married to you anymore. I want to build a family. You cannot leave build a family due to your medical state. So he's obligated to divorce her and give her her ksuba, the money for the ksuba. And the third case was Natula Ani Mina Yehudim. So he says, Sha'asra al she forbids on herself with a neder the benefit of tashvish, of marital relations, Mikol Hayudim from all Jews on the earth. She says, I'm not going to have marital relations with any Jew on earth, and she includes her husband in the neder. So, and it's logical that she's making this neder. The tashmash, the marital relations, is difficult for her. Therefore, it's as if she's in Anusa. It's as if she's being lived with against her will. say that she could leave and collect her ksuba. So these three women, originally we believed them, right? And it's embarrassing for them to say in the front of a basin, these matters. The fact that they're saying it, we believe them, and we just make the husband give her a get and pay for the ksuba. But then what happened? Later on, the rabbi said, We don't believe women for these claims anymore. Why? Because we don't want women placing their eyes on somebody else and then messing over their husbands, being makalkel, their husbands. We were concerned. Maybe she's lying. She wants to go marry, you know, the Joe down the block, right? The grass is always greener. My brother told me once, the grass is always greener, but so is the water bill, Right? So she thinks that she's going to have something better, but she doesn't know what's in store for her. So we're concerned, we're concerned that she's lying, she's got her eyes on somebody else. She's just coming to take herself out of her, the rishos, the domain of her husband, so she can go ahead and marry who she really wants to marry. So therefore, because of this concern, we no longer believe her. Allah Omeris, rather, the one who says, 
that the first case that she was, you know, Ma'ana, she was raped and her husband was a coin. Tavi you gotta prove it. And without any proof, Ain Ma'amin we don't believe that you were Ma'anes. We don't believe that you were raped. The Ain't Abala. Not only that, you're not forbidden to your husband. If she's a wife of a Kohen, right, which that's the case over here, so the Chachamim, you know, technically maybe we should be concerned if she was Ma'anes, it's forbidden to be her to be married to a Kohen. We said no. We'll be lenient and let her stay married to this Kohen, right? Uh, because she doesn't have proof to show that she was really Ma'anes. So it's like a stringency and a leniency. We're stringent that we have to have proof to trust her, but we're being lenient that as long as she doesn't provide the, the, the proof, it looks like she could stay, still stay married to her husband, which is a Kohen. Okay. But the point is that we're being stringent on her that we don't believe her without proof. Uh, what was the second case? Shemayim ben She said that the heavens are between me and you, meaning the distance between us are like heaven and earth, that you can't help me get have children. So, Yasu derech bakasha. Yasu chachamim aidei divrei pias. The chachamim, the rabbis, should do something through divrei pias, through like appeasement, ubakasha, through a request. Bring the, the, the woman and her husband to some kind of paisa, some kind of a, a appeasement, that there's shalom, there's peace between them. And one who says, that she made a nether, that she's, you know, not going to have marital relations with any Jew, including her husband. So, you know what he could do? The portion of the nether, which is relevant to him, he could annul. Because this is manifest between him and her. He could annul that portion and live with her. It's not a problem. After he annuls it, she's permitted to him to have, to be, have marriage relations, but, they, but, but we'll keep the rest of the nether intact. Right? The her nether that was regarding all the other Jews of the world. If he were to divorce her, or he would have dropped dead, she's forbidden to marry anybody else, because that's what her nether was. So we're putting her in a position that she doesn't want her husband to divorce her, and she doesn't want her husband to die, because her nether is intact regarding everybody else, and she'd be forbidden to marry anybody else. So by doing this, we're avoiding the circumstances where she may lie in order to leave her husband, collect her ksuba, and go live with somebody else. So with that, we conclude Perak Yud, Aleph, Salt, Masechta, Dharm, Masechta, everybody. And tomorrow we'll hit it up with Masechta Nazir.